Welcome to Disruption Dialogues Podcast Season 2. Listen to the influential leaders and trailblazers from around the world as they share invaluable insights to navigating the fifth industrial revolution. Hello and welcome to yet another episode of Disruption Dialogues Season 2. Uh, I'm your host, Ashish Mehra. I'm the Chief Research Officer at Markets and Markets. And today I'm in conversation with Jenny Hoffman, Business Strategy Leader for the Fabrics Division at WL Gore and Associates. A very, very warm welcome, Jenny, and thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you so much. I'm so glad to get to discuss topics with you today. Thank you so much, Jenny. Jenny, why don't we get started with a brief introduction? Uh, Tell us a bit about yourself and your role at Gore. Absolutely. I've been at Gora about 12 and a half years, and so I've had a number of different opportunities during that time. I actually started in Gora's medical products and now focus on our fabrics. And what brought me to Gore and has kept me there is really um, about the products and getting to work with products, develop new products, um, and then looking at how we invest to grow in future products. Um, And I came to our fabrics portion of the company because I was really intrigued by the idea that we're going to discuss more today around sustainability. I loved how our Gore Fabrics uh, was wanting to make a difference, not only within the company itself and for our customers, but also in the larger apparel industry. So it's just, uh, I love mission-driven types of roles and trying to make a difference in the world. That's super. Thank you so much uh, for that, uh, Jenny. So, Jenny, why don't we get started? Uh, I'd I'd love to hear about your thoughts on when you when you look at yourself, uh, put yourself in your customers' shoes. What are the most important disruptions that you think are shaping the future of the apparel industry? Yes, absolutely. So maybe first a little bit of context. You know, Gore has been around uh, since 1958 and has served a number of the aspects of the apparel industry from jackets that we would know to footwear, accessories, and it's always been about responsible performance for Gore. Um, And so I think for uh, responsible performance that that's key aspects of protecting all people Um, It's also about sustainable textile solutions and then about purposeful products. So if that's the context, um, then what we see is three key trends. That's what I want to talk about here. First, sustainable supply chain. And -hmm. I think that that's really key because um, supply chain makes such a difference in terms of carbon footprint too. Mm -hmm. The second um, I'll talk more about is regenerative value creation. And then the third is designing for circularity. Uh, So those are three big trends that I see impacting the global apparel industry. And I see that the global apparel industry right now is undergoing one of the greatest eras of innovation that we've seen in a really long time. And I really see that Gore Fabrics can be a key part of leading to that future. Maybe I could go into each of those three trends if that's of interest. Absolutely. I'd love you to do that. So so why don't we dive into the first one on sustainability? Tell us a bit more about, you know, uh, what are the key subtrends and what are the real unmet needs, uh, uh, you know, which, uh, again, are impacting the apparel industry in this particular space? Absolutely. 
So on the sustainable supply chain, if you look across the apparel industry, we see that as much as 90% of a product's emissions are from the company's external supply chain rather than its own operations. And the challenge is that's the hardest to change. Um, so we see that the focus on sustainability is really shifting from individual factories to the entire value chain. And it's the same trend for us in Gore Fabrics, up to 85% of our emissions is from our upstream supply chain. And so it's really putting intentional focus around working with supply chain partners to reduce emissions. Um, we know that many in the apparel industry have already voluntarily committed to decarbonizing their supply chains. And, and a lot of that is with the science-based target initiative. And it's a lot about identifying reliable and sufficient data to be able to make that transition. We also see that consumers, investors, governments are all demanding clear labeling for manufacturers about their sustainability efforts and their green claims. Um, and so there's a lot of work around transparency uh, for the sustainability efforts. Another trend that I see is that there is not one universally accepted way to measure sustainability and um, carbon footprint of a product. And so actually in the apparel industry, um, we, we see that there's the HIG MSI from the Sustainable Apparel Coalition. It's the best tool that we see that's currently available. And um, we know that there is a spirit of continuous improvement uh, to involving and improving that tool as well. Um, and finally, I'd say that we see improvements emerging around blockchain technologies to create transparency, traceability, and accountability uh, so that we're, as a, as a larger industry, able to uh, track, get the data, track orders, and connect as an ecosystem. And digital product passports that are coming are um, an aspect of this traceability and connection to circularity as well. So Jenny, thanks so much for sharing the trends. I'm keen to know what's the kind of role and contributions that material science companies like Gore can play in, uh, in assisting apparel manufacturers meet their net zero commitments. I see that material science companies have a great opportunity to innovate more sustainable solutions especially more sustainable solutions that are used as ingredients to products globally. So in Gore Fabrics, we offer ingredients to nearly a thousand brands around the world, many of which you would know and love. Um, and we, we offer that in making technical solutions that have a reduced carbon footprint as one example. And then we can scale based on customer need to have a positive impact. And we see that that positive impact can be really big. So some examples here, um, at Gore, we have this history of continuous improvement based on that responsible performance that I mentioned already. So some of the areas we strive to lead um, are around impact and influence. So demonstrating transparent management of our chemical footprint is one example and helping mitigate climate change through carbon reduction efforts. Um, and next is material science innovators can really lead by example. I think uh, we're unique at Gore because we are both a manufacturer and a brand. And so we have this unique position in the performance apparel industry 
to help collectively reduce the industry's greenhouse gas emissions. And we're dedicated to partnering with industry leaders to make a, a meaningful impact here. Another example is our actual reduction efforts of our carbon footprint. That's key to our business strategies at Gore, as well as our scope three material innovation efforts and our scope one and two um, efforts in operating in our plants. And that really gives us a credible path to achieve our goals for 2030. Um, and we're not waiting for regulation, but really trying to lead as an example by using those value chain partnerships and unlocking differentiation potential. So we've set really ambitious targets for carbon reduction in our supply chain. Uh, for example, we are aiming to reach 171 kilotons of carbon uh, from our baseline of 280 kilotons in 2016. That was the baseline. So that's a 60% reduction in scope one and two from our baseline. And that is aligned with the goal to have a one and a half degree Celsius reduction. Our scope three targets are uh, a reduction of 35%. So this year, as an example, fabrics emissions per meter versus 2021 decreased by 6%. And that was even in spite of our volume going up by 12%. Wow, that's fantastic, fantastic. So Jenny, another related question is that, you know, we, we all know that textile waste is really a major issue facing our planet today. Can you tell us a bit about the role a material science company can play and how can a material science con company contribute towards mitigating this particular impact? This is a great question. From an apparel industry standpoint and circularity topic, we view textile waste as part of the broader challenge of product end of life. The apparel industry accounts for anywhere from 2 to 10% of the global waste. And so we believe that that's a real opportunity to reduce waste. And that could happen through material usage reductions. It could happen through designing products for deconstruction or for reconstruction. Uh, it could happen through final end of life garment solutions so that a garment does not end up in a landfill. So I think there's many different ways, but for me, it's all about how you include that as part of the product's life cycle. And if you had to expand on that a bit more, uh, you know, if you look at the circular economy and how can a material science company enable recycling and reusing of materials? You know, uh, we actually just had a presence at the recent ISPO trade show in Europe last month. And a lot of the conversation there was actually around making materials that endure, but do not last. And that resonates a lot with me because, you know, we're about making durable solutions at Gore. So we've really uh, built a, a reputation so that consumers know they can trust, they can demand that reliable performance from our, our brands. And the challenge is that creating these highly technical fabrics, they're really complex. And so they're challenging to recycle. So as a global apparel industry, we're striving to find the balance between durability of products and their recyclability. 
And the laminates that we make, so these Gore-Tex laminates are really multi-polymer composites. So they don't fit in easy uh, textile waste streams. And that's why we've continued to focus on um, using more recycled materials, as well as the reusability of products and the durability of products. So what I mean by reusability of products is really making new products out of old. Other things we do, we have rental opportunities now so that uh, if you're not gonna use a garment frequently, uh, you could rent it instead. And we also have care and repair education for consumers so that um, instead of getting rid of a garment, you can actually get it fixed and keep using it. That's fantastic. And could you please share with us a few examples of apparel brands or manufacturers who might have successfully integrated these sustainability principles uh, into their material chemistry and their circular economy strategies? Yes, I'll share three different examples. I'll start with Patagonia. Many of us know as consumers that uh, they're finding ways to connect their supply chain to drive socioeconomic solutions. So mission-based sourcing. Uh, first to offer bionic technology and doing the same with recycled fishing nets too. A second example is actually Nerona. Uh, they're a premium outdoor brand from Norway, and they have incredible focus on combining functional performance and durability with the lowest carbon footprint. That really raises the bar on what's possible and challenges other brands in the apparel space to push harder and further and uh, helps our consumers and our planet to reach the benefits. The third example I want to share is with Nike. They're pioneering traceability and transparency approaches for chemicals management across their complex global supply chains. And we know that they have uh, broad supply chains. So it's also leveraging their massive scale and then sharing their learnings broadly within the industry. And that drives systemic change. That's great. And help us understand a bit more about Gore Fabrics contribution. Uh, how has Gore Fabrics really been responding uh, to these trends around sustainability, uh, circular economy? And if you could provide a couple of examples, I think that would really help our audience. Absolutely. I'd love to share some examples. The first thing to know is that innovation is one of our top areas of investment, and we are truly seeing the benefits of those efforts right now. We try to keep pushing the boundaries in terms of the combination of comfort, performance, and sustainability, and try to drive continuous improvement. So some specific examples are around our Gore-Tex EPE membrane. Um, EPE stands for expanded polyethylene. And what I'd love to share about that is after nearly a decade of intense research and development in the autumn winter season of 2022, we launched our initiative of this EPE membrane. And it is bonded with thoughtfully selected face and backs, backer textiles so that the Gore-Tex laminates are for enduring use. And let me tell you about some of the benefits of EPE. First, it's waterproof, windproof, and breathable and durable, just like you've come to know and expect from the Gore-Tex brand. The second is that EPE is really our first membrane made without intentionally added uh, per and polyfluorinated substances for use in the apparel industry. 
It also has a lower material mass, so it contributes to a reduced carbon footprint per HIG MSI standards. So that's one example. The second example for me is really um, Gore-Tex and Bionic. So plastic waste poses a big threat to communities, especially in the global south, particularly sensitive coastal regions like Costa Rica. Um, and with limited waste management infrastructure, plastic pollution jeopardizes sensitive ecosystem. It can threaten biodiversity and health and well-being. So to address these challenges, we established a partnership with Bionic. Bionic is a materials engineering company innovating traceable high-grade textiles, as well as functional polymers made with ocean-bound recovered plastic waste. Um, so with our commitment, it really supports our commitment to drive meaningful impact so well. We use this strategic partnership um, to explore the potential of creating a novel material. Um, so I think that effort really incorporated precision engineering for high performance textiles and engaged coastal communities as well to do so. Um, and it really highlights our common values, strengths, and interest to reduce plastic production and local economic investment. So just to quantify that, by the end of 2022, this initiative helped collect 80, over 89,000 kilograms of plastic waste, over 50,000 wow. kilograms of metal, over 605 kilograms of glass. I could keep going, but I think you get the idea. <laughs> Maybe one more example I'll share is the soft sure. Gore-Tex shell jacket that was released this year. And we use the HIG MSI standard to determine the best ways to minimize the footprint of our products with an emphasis on sustainability and durability. So as quantifying the impact there, these laminates actually achieved a 54% carbon reduction and 64% less water consumption. Wow, I think those are some really highly impactful examples and thanks so much for sharing those, uh, uh, Jenny. I'd like to switch gears a bit now and talk about the second impactful trend that you mentioned, which is about uh, high performance materials and smarter functional textiles. And, and please help our audience uh, uh, with, with the futuristic trends, uh, which you think uh, 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 will shape, let's say the next decade uh, or in the apparel industry related to high performance materials or functional textiles. Great question. The trends relating to high performance materials are really consistent with some of the trends we've already discussed. But one area we haven't really discussed is that people are expecting their textiles to do more for them and help them perform better, whether it's through the science of comfort, body mapping technology, or monitoring overall body performance and function. And uh, we're trying to access that trend for sure. Uh, we see that part of being a leader in textile and fabrics material science is helping with comfort solutions and understanding how a garment can do more um, within its use. So within our Gore Climate Chamber Laboratory, we actually replicate environmental scenarios. Um, so we can think about its, its end use. And by replicating 
um, these situations, we can create the most varied climate conditions of an end user or an athlete that they might encounter and study the physiological interaction between the wearer and the clothing system. And we do that using science to do so. So we're able to monitor and measure phys physiologic data like core temperature, sweat rate, heart weight, and then the clothing system performance like its breathability, insulation, and weight gain. Um, we've also discussed about collaboration being so key here in order for the apparel industry to uh, accomplish our climate change mitigation efforts. No one company or individual I see will be able to do it on its own. So I really see that we're going to need to work at, with governments to incentivize sustainable innovations and solutions. We also need NGOs to engage in constructive dialogue while challenging the status quo. We need industry to collaborate in order to scale innovation. We need to educate consumers on the importance of buying and keeping products longer. Um, and that's something Gore uh, really cares a lot about as well. And uh, as consumers, we need to actually buy quality versus quantity. And we each play a role then in slowing down climate change. That's lovely. So Jenny, tell us a bit more about um, the role that material science companies are playing uh, in helping build this future state. And specifically, our audience would also be keen on understanding, uh, you know, the innovations that Gore Fabrics uh, is planning in high performance materials or functional textiles uh, in the coming uh, years. The first thing I'd say is that we are truly innovating. So we're innovating at the speed of science. And the speed of science takes time. Uh, we're having to create and invent. And so you never know how long that'll take. So like I mentioned earlier, it took most of the past decade to create our latest material innovation. So while we have several more that we're exploring, it takes time and a number of years to fully vet new material solution in the, the rigorous R&D process. Um, and so one of, the, one of the other challenges, unintended consequences from quick decisions on untested technology as well. So these are big challenges that we face. And, and uh, Jenny, tell us a bit more about uh, what, what can we expect from Gore Fabrics? in high performance materials or smarter functional textiles in the coming years uh, in terms of the innovations that you guys might be working on? I am really excited to, to answer this question. So as you've heard, material innovation and sustainable solutions is our core. We have over 50 projects working their way through our innovation pipeline right now. Um, and maybe a few to, to share. Um, our Goreware ISPO award uh, was about a science-based approach, collaboration with industry and servicing fitness for use while considering our planet. So our Goreware brand, just to be clear, just won that innovation award at that recent ISPO trade show. So our new ultimate cycling bib shorts redefined endurance performance. We also partnered with the legendary minds at Elastic Interface to create a seat pad with long lasting performance that regulates skin temperature and then enhances breathability thanks to the 3D printing design. 
Um, we also have N3X seat pads. So that unique seat pad leverages advanced 3D printing technology and has been specifically engineered in close collaboration between the engineers at Elastic Interface and Goreware. So using that example, a 3D printing process is deployed and that means constructing each piece layer by layer from a 3D design. And that method assures superior control over the technical characteristics as compared to your traditional foam pads. And um, that allows you to create areas of support. So this is made from a hydrophobic material. And so it's quick drying and minimal sweat absorption as well. And finally, um, it enables precise printing of necessarily materials using eco-friendly bio-based materials. So that outcome is actually a zero waste production process. So those are really, it's all really exciting there. Another example is the Concurve Gore-Tex jacket. So this jacket is a masterpiece of kinetic garment design. It delivers an ergonomic fit while minimizing effortlessly with your body to maintain a sleek streamlined profile. Um, so the Gore-Tex EPE fabric there is thinner, lighter, PSC free, and gives you the same durable protection that you know and love. That's super. Thank you so much, Jenny. I think that was a very, very exciting conversation with you. Uh, and uh, I'd again like to thank you for your time, Jenny, and for a very, very uh, insightful conversation. Uh, folks, thank you very much, everyone, for listening in. I was in conversations with Jenny Hoffman, business strategy leader for GoFabrics. Thanks for tuning in. If you want to know how you can navigate and thrive in this disruptive era, subscribe to Disruption Dialogues on your go-to podcast channels and stay tuned for more interesting episodes.